Today's episode of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, is brought to you by the Indivisible Guide, a practical guide for resisting the Trump agenda. It's a team made up of former congressional staffers uh, revealing their best practices for making Congress listen. That sounds like something we're all interested in, right? Right. Uh, you can donate to this group on their page at www.indivisibleguide.com. You can follow them up on Twitter, which is at Indivisible Team. Uh, we follow them. So if you just look at our followers, you can get it like that. They have weekly calls. They have print, put out emails. They, they make uh, videos. They, they, they're keeping you informed so you can, uh, as the kids say, stay woke and, uh, we can maybe get some shit done. So that's Indivisible Guide. Uh, they are awesome. And now let's get on with the show. Here and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last man. That right there is a Welcome back to the basement, fellow music lovers. You are now tuning in to get another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm almost out of breath. And my name is Kevin, as usual. Um, we thank you for joining us here down in the basement, where it's nice and cozy. It's, uh, it's starting to get on to spring. It's got the windows open, got the breeze blowing through. Uh, just in time to get some metal up in here. Now, we don't often talk about metal. Uh, I don't know if that's a function of we're not diehard metalheads. Uh, maybe we're not necessarily equipped to talk about metal too well. Uh, or maybe it just happens like things. But this week we're talking about metal. We're talking about Mastodon. Specifically, they have a new album out called Emperor of Sand. It is uh, kind of amazing if you're into this sort of thing. And joining me down here is going to be our good friends Andre and uh, Marcus Dowling. Uh, you know both of them, and uh, so we're going to get some some very unique perspectives on this. You know, when you think of, like, you guys know what I like, I think, uh, although I tend to like too much stuff. But uh, you think of stuff like, if you've heard Andre on this before, he tends to be more in the van, man. Sort of groovy shit, the unicorn rock. Uh, I hope I just made that a job. Um, and then, uh, Mark Stalin, you know, he, he, he does enjoy everything. He enjoys the shit out of everything. Uh, but what he writes about a lot is, and has made his career on, writing about hip hop and rap and, uh, soul and all kinds of things. So, um, you know, three unlikely combatants enter the arena with Mastodon and, uh, we'll see who comes out. Another spoiler, it's all of us because the album's fucking great. Um, so we're going to be playing that, and uh, we are also going to be talking to you, or I'm going to be talking to you, about a little band called Saltland, which is actually just one person, Rebecca Foon. Uh, she's played with people like Colin Stetson. So, you know we love him up here. Uh, she has a new album out called The Common Truth, and this is going to be sort of like a chaser after this Mastodon thing, because let me tell you, man, this, this, this is, regardless of the music, this is a furious podcast you're gonna need a little wet down but I will tell you what you're gonna hear compositionally no less furious just different instrumentation and that's sort of the point 
you can make a lot of noise. You can make uh, a lot of, a lot of sound. Maybe not a lot of noise, not high volume, uh, but it can be just as intense. So we're gonna pair the two, and it, and uh, after this, I'm gonna ask you to like maybe let me know how that went. So that's our podcast for you right now, finishing off this week. And if you're ready to head on down to the basement, I think it's time to do so. So grab your beverage, get comfortable. And get ready to have your eardrums blown out. Here we go. We're talking about Mastodon's Emperor of Sand. See you on the other side, kids. There needs to be a black speed. I need to tell this. How the fuck? It needs to be. It needs to be like the X two bus. (laughs) 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 This would be the best black speed possible. Mm -hmm. Oh man! Because because people you couldn't maintain the speed on H Street. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So good, so good. Now the movie lasts fourteen seconds long. Streetcar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are, are we ready? Streetcar yeah, can we, never go over up. ten miles we, an hour. We, <laughs> we fried the pump because uh, we had to because we're down here talking about some mm-hmm. meta. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, this is <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was me. Um, <laughs> welcome back, Mr. Dowling. Hello, you're sir. Down here. Welcome back, Mr. Andre. What's happening? What's uh, happening? You're still unpacking. I feel always, like always. Have you seen? Have you I, seen I think it's gonna. Have you seen Interstellar? I have. I think. Here's what I think. I think yeah. you have always been unpacking, and you always will be unpacking. Wow. I'm going deep. Yeah. God. Deep through the through the wormhole. Which is oh, good man. because I think to I think knock on the wall and talk to myself as I'm yeah, unpacking. As you're unpacking. Yeah, there you go. That, don't, no bro, that goes yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> don't put that there. I did that yesterday. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. you moved oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh I would I would like to say that this isn't Yo, out. I, I just want to I just want to shout out the fact that I'm a resident of Black Broadway. Fuck yeah. You nice, are. Nice. It's the most amazing thing in the world. Nice. You are. You moved. Yeah. I live in Shaw, so people yeah. shout out. You want to get out Shaw. your address? No, no, no. No, no, no. you don't want to do <laughs> no. that. Um, no, we're here to talk about metal. And it's funny, I, I wish that the theme of this album that we're going to be talking about today was moving, because that would tie things in very nicely. Yeah, I know, right? Instead, it's cancer <laughs> and yeah, the universe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're talking about a, uh, a band that has been around for quite some time, uh, formed back in 2007, Mastodon. Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, started off with an album remission, went through Leviathan, Blood Mountain, which I think is, Leviathan, they got some heat on, Blood Mountain was yeah. really when people took notice, yeah, Crack the, the Sky, was which a big we one. Reviewed. No, we didn't review, that was in 2009, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, we did no. The Hunter. We did The Hunter. Yeah. Um, those first four albums are, really solidified are actually, them. Uh, to give you an idea of the band we're talking about, if you don't know are uh, meant to represent the four elements, earth, air, fire, and water. That's right, that's and, right. And this is, th- when people say metal, and we're going to talk so about... like Captain Planet. Yeah, yeah, sort there of. There you go. When people say metal, and we're going to talk about this, it, it is unclear what that means, because it can mean a lot of things here in 2017. Uh, for them, I, I think, and, and them being uh, Troy Sanders on guitars, uh, Brett Hines, also on guitar, uh, Bill, Kai- Bill uh, Kelleher, on on drums and uh or on bass and uh Brand Daler on drums. And Brand Daler's a hell of a drummer. Yeah. yeah, yeah well you have all... to be to be a metal drummer. I mean yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you have to be. Yeah. Over the course of their career, this band started off for me as 
basically scary as fuck. Yeah. Like, right? Because this is what metal should be, right? Yeah. Metal should be scary as fuck to get to crack the sky and you have this like uh, very sublime uh, comment on grief. Yeah. And because it's about like his sister committing suicide. Yeah. And, and, and that was the one that was about air, the ether. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, they they always had these concepts. Yes, not but they stopped all, the concept. The they, hunter they was did. not a concept. Yeah, they, right. they stopped that, but they've they folded it in and out as they've gone through their career. These idea right. of concept albums, which you know but has that, always that's, been that's in the metal in, thing. Right, it's a metal thing. It's been in musical history of you know we have a history of that in prog rock and you know various you know forms it's, of music have used this idea of building a concept album they have a they have a whole lot the, the leviathan is all leviathan, about yeah right. moby dick you know yeah. As yeah, i think is yeah, sort yeah, of metal. the concept but I, but taken out to new places i, I, I want to give you you know over that they've gone from like a rough sort of band uh a more sludgy metal to now a more pop type of metal right which yeah. isn't necessarily a bad thing i want to play yeah. a little track so you guys get acclimated to what we're going to talk yeah, about yeah. here this is actually the first track on the album this is the sultan's mm-hmm. curse This is where it all starts off. That kicks off the album, and that is uh, a, a decidedly metal uh, title. Uh, the name of the album is Emperor of Sand, so also, ble- also metal. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you cover, have to have this. If, you, if, you, if you're is... looking at the cover, I don't even know. He has forks coming out of his back, fires. Yeah. Uh, th- They're that, in a desert. If somebody says, have you seen the Emperor of Sand, and they show me a picture like that, I'm like, that's exactly what he's going to fucking look <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, right. It needs to be, like, th- yeah. that, that is a... You know, metal has long dealt with uh, themes of darkness, themes of, uh, uh, I mean, really what it's dealing with is themes of rejection, aloneness, um, and and screaming into the void. And what yeah. I think Mastodon has done throughout their career has used that uh, to their advantage very, very much so, but it turned into talking about um important things important they there's a quote from uh, one of them that says basically our albums are super personal which is something i don't think you see a lot in metal uh oh. you see people trying to get super personal but it, it tends to be all about it tends much like punk music it tends to be all about the release of getting out like if i can just shout yeah. like look at lamb of god right yeah if i can just shout and i can get this and we need this release and we've talked about this on this podcast many times you need that release right yeah but what Mastodon has done is by, you know, putting keeping one foot firmly planted in the uh, nerdcore Dungeons and Dragons universe. Yeah, like they they were like, well, we got to have a concept, dude. We got to have, we got to be saying something, and we got to be unafraid to bring in stuff. Bands like Yes, bring in stuff like yeah. King Crimson, bring in yeah. all these prog rock bands mm-hmm. while honoring bands you were talking about during the break. Bands like Pantera. Yeah, bands yeah, like yeah. on this album Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the things that that make up mm-hmm. what 
rock is. Uh, but so, so with that in mind, and now that you're acclimated, let's let's get uh, Mr. Dowling here. What do you? Yeah. Mean? Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm a huge Mastodon fan. Yeah. Um, I I come to the metal universe from having grown up in the '80s and being a devotee of hair metal. Mm-hmm. to yeah. having worked in the professional wrestling industry for 15 years and yeah. one thing about pro wrestling is that you hear a lot of metal at wrestling shows you just do because there's a nice convergence between heavy metal fans and professional wrestling fans yeah um wwe for the last god for a good 10-year stretch was working with like a-list pop metal bands yeah. to make all of their entrance teams so they've worked with everybody from limp biscuit to um our lady peace to all just all these just top level a-level metal bands like they just and they make great Music and so were they, they doing music for yeah, WWE specifically for yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestlers? So like, so like Randy Orton's theme yeah. is, a, is a pop metal theme. And okay, CM Punk's for a while was a pop metal theme. Like there's like mm-hmm. stuff, so the you themes know, like, for the wrestlers like when right, they're coming yeah. out yeah, right. and they're you hear walking like, down and they got the music. You got the big, you got the, you yeah. know, the big riffs and, yeah. and the heavy bass and the, and sure, the, the, sure. the drums. Yeah, so wow. like. So they I'm, were writing them music for exactly. those people. That's cool. a big thing that, that, you know, like metal bands do. We're talking yeah. about the business of being in a metal band yeah. in 2016. Like, there's two ways to do it. Like, either you're getting commissioned to make music or you're going on giant tours. Uh, the thing with Mastodon that's cool, I think, is that they've always resonated with me like a, like an indie band. Yeah. In a way where, like, okay, so you go for, like, Richard Van Halen. Van Halen made a lot of songs that were very intricate musically. Yeah. And had hooks that were, like, as big as this house. Yeah. And, you know, we're just, like very generic like, yeah. like panama is pretty generic sure, sure. Like, like we even go into like the david lee roth catalog hot for teacher yeah yeah, yeah. It's pretty generic like yeah, it's not yeah. in there that's like unique and significant in a way that like connects specifically to a singular human talking about a thing to a <laughs> yeah, large universe yeah, yeah um that's the thing that makes mastodon great is that all of their records they have these like singular human tropes that they're talking about like they're singularly human but they connect with lots of people yeah so that's why it's a single human trope like they're like okay so like cancer going through yeah. cancer a thing that a lot of people go through yeah yeah and so they're like okay we're gonna make this these connective records to this thing that we all go through but we're gonna use our own unique perspective on it we're not gonna like dumb down the lyrics to the point of like Cancer sucks. Yeah, no, and that's no good for anybody. But it also is like if you if you look at what they did with it, like people use art to deal with stuff. And right. what we don't mm-hmm. often think about is uh, how artists use their own art to right. deal with that. You know, there is apparently, uh, and they're getting of the age. They're about late thirties, I think, yeah. early forties, mm-hmm. and you know. Dealing with people in their lives having cancer. I think, I know at least two of us. Yeah, know, yeah has, definitely. Have done three My mom's kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a survivor. Like two of yeah. us, like, lost mm-hmm. people. Yeah. To that. And, you I know, lost my grandmother. So, yeah. And my yeah. grandfather and most of my uncles. So, all, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah. It, you know, it's this impactful thing. And when you, when you, like you said, when you sit down to write about something, you, there's an album out uh, called Mount Erie, who, who, and this is horrible. He lost his wife to, uh, pancreatic cancer right yeah and w- what he wrote was essentially a a journal of that and i'm i'm not a fan of that way of doing things i would love to talk to him about that because i right. think it's very powerful stuff but i think there you, there has to be some finesse to it because all of us experience loss and all of us experiences and what bands like this do um and i don't know if the medium lends it to it or not but all of a sudden you know, from all that loss, they turn into a concept uh, following a desert wanderer who's been handed a death sentence. Yeah. And at the end, 
the person dies and is saved. So, like that that's serious that's not just serious nerd stuff that's serious regressing to childhood which look i i think all of us would agree that stuff forces you to do that yeah but to me that's at the core of what makes metal great it's not that, but it's no, what to makes me, it no to me in the sense that like lyrically mm-hmm. you're dealing with like taking like human elements and blowing them up to epic proportions like that's all like and there's this almost like the, the thing about metal that makes people laugh about metal, mm-hmm. and a lot of people laugh about metal. I'm sure people that will listen to this podcast who oftentimes laugh about the tropes that are associated with heavy metal. And it's the fact that, like, you take, like, this very small human element, usually anger, and you blow it up to, like, this cosmic angst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it, yeah. And, it, and it either and, highlights, right. it either highlights the absurdity of of the situation, like, you're worried about this thing, that is really not that big, or yeah. it highlights the thing that it turns it into a monster. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, some kind of monster. I just watched the Metallica documentary yeah. again. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's Metallica. amazing. Yeah. <sighs> but, and, you know, whatever. And this is a thing that they have done over and over and over. That, And this is honestly, I think, why this band has won, why they're on a major label. This is hilariously, yeah. when they came out with this, they're all, uh, they're, they're all stoked as fuck about this album. And mm-hmm. and they're like, this is the most metal, this is the most angriest thing we've ever made. And look, hilariously, it's not. It's sad. No, no, it, yeah. it, it is, as you get older, you just can't make those raw albums. It, there, there are missteps, there are stuff that... There's nothing on this album that you would hear and is like offensive to your ear, which is what you think about when you think right. about like extreme metal. Because yeah. let's break down, let's talk about like what types of metal you have these days. Hair metal is no more. Or is it? Steel Panther exists, so okay, there's. I, I'll make this argument, and I listen to a lot of metal, like things that people don't know about me. Uh-huh. That people think I listen to rap and indie music and underground and EDMs, but I listen to a lot of metal. Yeah, like a, a large sum of metal. There's one of every great. Okay, so like in the 80s and 90s, there were like a hundred great brands for every kind of metal that you liked. Now I argue there are one. <laughs> all of these bands yeah. for the metal that you like. There's like Steel sure. Panther. There's like Mastodon. You guys would probably name a couple others. But like to me, I like Steel Panther. I like Mast. I love. I love Mastodon. So I'm still yeah. talking about the darkness. This. The yeah, darkness. Oh. Yeah. But then there's the whole black metal thing black going metal. on, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. get into. Metal. Yeah. Okay. So there are people listening to Napalm Death still. Yeah. Probably. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just, okay, just yeah, where I they're like screaming, it. where you don't even know what they're saying. I love it. I love it. It's, <laughs> it's the angst of it. Death Heaven um, was yeah. one that got. Yeah. I have, got I have a Sonos player in my in my apartment now, and I can finally hook it up in real life. Yeah. And I played Napalm Death, and I played um, I played uh, what else did I play? I played um, Hatebreed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it said yeah. Sono system, and that was. Yeah. A, that was a, yeah. I mean, you think about that. You think about like <laughs> yeah. more getting more of the pop sphere, like Corn's still around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they they just they played they played yeah. uh, Slipknot. Yeah, I mean all these. You know that that's more American stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, but you know we've talked about a band here that uh, hilariously they just don't play U.S. tour dates. Elder put out a great mm, fucking cool. album last year. They they just announced their entire world, world tour. Okay, it's yeah. all in Europe. So there's it's all in so Europe. There's, yeah, so yeah, in there's America, a big metal there's, scene there. So in America, there's like a 1% market left for metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll make this comparison too. This is going to get like back into Mastodon, but I compare the best of metal to the best of gangster rap. Yeah, in the sense that's that like, if you're a gangster rapper yeah. in the year 2017, 
there are very concentrated tropes that you have to that you have to contain in a record. Like a hundred people have to get curled, killed on record. Yeah. Like you have to fuck at least a hundred bitches on record. Yep. Yeah. Like you have to do a bunch of things on record. That future. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. The future doesn't kill people. Future just fucks me. Right, right, fucks right. your mom and my mom. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So it's like you have to do those things first. If you don't do those things first, yeah. you're not in the conversation. So like, think what Mastodon that makes them unique is that if you okay. So I, I'm assuming that there are people who listen to this podcast who may not be metal fans. Um, if you listen to this record, listen to the fact that they take these things that are very traditional tropes of metal, mm-hmm. and they like put them through a prism where they've like flipped it to the side. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're going to give you like deep, dark, existential angst, but it's not going to be deep, dark, existential angst. It's going to be like self, you know, like, like self, like, you know, like self-defining, expressive, searching music. That's as good a segue into the track I wanted to play, Marcus. We did not plan this because I (laughs) I want to play a track right now. This is uh, this is the uh, this was the first single, I think, of this. This is Show Yourself of Emperor of Sand. So show yourself. That could be, and, and I mean this in no uh, no slight. If you told me Stone Temple Pilots had done that in the nineties, yeah, I, I would be like, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I totally yeah. believe that. So there's a weird part with with, with metal. There's a weird era of metal that we have to like discuss. Uh-huh. Um, it's around like 1999, 2000. Um, there were bands that needed to exist who didn't exist that were sorely missed. Like yeah. you had like those Stone Temple Pilots really. Mm-hmm. Like Velvet Revolver was kind of like a thing, and about to really like pop off, and Guns them, and Roses, them Audio ob- Slave, I never really yeah, 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 Audio Slave yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Just... And there were no, there were no heavy bands, and the heaviest thing that people could do that, like, because rock had to still exist because rock was a thing that existed back then, yeah. is you had like Stained and Limp Bizkit, and that was yeah. it. And, and then an occasional I mean, Metallica album right, right, would right. come but out. Metallica, but Metallica was largely irrelevant by that point yeah. because they didn't, they didn't use rap breaks. Okay, that's true. And yeah. they didn't yeah. have Aaron Lewis's voice <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. I'm on the yeah, outside yeah. and I'm looking in. Yeah. I can see through you. <laughs> see you through colors. Yeah. Don't don't do that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. I mean yeah. I'm feeling those lighters. Okay. So I know. Yeah. So like around the smoking grooves tour era, like that that was just uh family values rather. That was a bad era. Because what it did is that it blocked out the sun. Because when you combine metal and rap, especially rap in that era, when all the music was selling, mm-hmm. it blocked out the sun. So, like, bands like Mastodon had to, like, exist in this, like, space where, like, metal, which was largely most of American pop music until about, like, 1988. Like... Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and then, like, Run DMC, like, emerges. I, I mean, look, look, hair metal, like, exploded everything. Once Poison and, once Bon Jovi, which, right, look, yeah. look, kids, 
Bon Jovi yeah. was metal, and, and they were the best. Yeah, like that. That's how. That's how they saw themselves. One yeah. Yeah. Alive is on my Facebook wall right now for a reason. Yeah, but, um, but I'll just say like that thing blocked out the sun, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 intriguing that like bands like Mastodon. Because of their European fan base, number one, and metal's mm. gigantic in Europe. Like yeah. large, yeah. enormous, large medical, metal festivals take place in Europe that make mm-hmm. Electric Zoo look like a walk in the park. Yeah, like yeah. I always laugh at them at EDM festivals because I'm like, you guys are really not having fun, as compared to like the metal kids in Europe who are like right. standing in mud bogs. And there's like yeah. two hundred thousand of them, and they're all hearing like there's a you dedication know, a within or whatever, the within you know, the like, metal community, right? Yeah. yeah, as a metal fan, like it's. If you are a fan of metal, it is part of your ideology. Right. It's not just like, oh, I listen to metal. Yeah. It is a part of who you are. Right. Which is something that's different. Well, it's something unique about this type of music that I think that yeah. Yeah. other types of music do yeah. have. There are definitely. Right. You know, the Grateful Dead had it. It becomes part of your because, identity. Because it becomes fun. part of who yeah. you are it's, and who, how you express yourself to the world. And yeah. so it's, it's interesting. It's well, it, funny now because metal has become like jam band music yeah, because yeah. it mm-hmm. occupies a very like niche segmented market that might be 1% or 2% of the mainstream music marketplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's intriguing because like you get a band like Mastodon. It's been around for what now? Like 20 10, years. 20 years? Yeah. No, no, no. 2000. So, so Seven, 17 years. 17 years. So they've, they've been around and they're now at a point where, you know, they're like the one band left. And well, they really are, and they're and they are, and to be the one band left, you have to like encompass this breadth of music. You have to do all this stuff, and you yeah. and you get the chance to do all this stuff. And that's the funny part. People always talk about like you never know what you're going to get. And I I emailed my friend Greg Greg Massey. He's a mm-hmm. uh, he's a metal guitarist, mm-hmm. numerous bands, great dude. Um, and he's like, he's like Mastodon's always a hit or miss for me, and I'm like, well. <laughs> No, no, really. <laughs> yeah. the, I, I the, don't understand that statement. Because, yeah. like, because he comes from a place of hating pop metal. Okay. Right. So, okay. like, metal for him is like Ingve Malmsteen. Like, oh, okay. You know, whoa, so whoa, there's a level whoa. of, like, hey. yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a level of, like, musicality yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, heaviness sure, that sure. this is not going to reach. Well, but, okay. that, but, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, that that's one of the strengths of not just this album, but, the, but them in general is the musicality of them. Like one of the hallmarks of metal isn't just the heaviness, isn't just the the loud, like the world is ending sound. Yeah, it's that these people can play their instruments, specifically the guitar, but between the, the no, guitar the drums, and drums, the drum bass relationship right. in this band yeah, is huge. Yeah, but but people can do this at speeds and at 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 velocities. I can't even. You can't. Picture you can't and, hit and drum people that hard. and it's people dedicate that, that and players like I know a bunch of my friends are guitar players like they dedicate themselves to like learning this shit I'm sure Casey yeah who was yeah, supposed to be absolutely. here yeah. can like do this shit but to me you know, like it is mind blowing that you can do any of of this and then somehow take this thing that is like just an off the rails off the leash like force just moving forward and somehow like rain it in like slamming it into the yeah. track like there you yeah. go you know, you know what cracks up with this record too. It's like there used to be an era in metal where like you saved like the fast showy playing mm-hmm. for like the bridge because okay. every song had a bridge. Yeah. yeah, you know, like like I, I always think of like Warren's like cherry pie or something. Yeah, yeah. bridge just to show off like mm-hmm. okay, Jane Lane's gonna do some stuff, do some and crazy, be, crazy like, guitar work here. Yeah, yeah, you know, like okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and or like Doctor Feelgood is my other favorite. Yeah, yeah, it has like yeah, a yeah. giant place where okay, 
Showing guitar ship will, will occur. But even Mick yeah, Mars wasn't yeah. like a shredder necessarily. Right. Or, or like, yeah. like, or like Halen even, you know, we talk about Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the closest comparison to me was Van Halen because Van Halen was one of the first bands and one of the only bands I've ever heard where like, okay, so we're going to play to put this showy guitar man, like showmanship into the actual body of the and song. structure sure, of the sure. song mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. So like there's things that happen here where like, this showy guitarmanship and this, this showy drum playing, people think, oh, like the the drummer in Master, I forget his name. Like, okay, he can play the drums really, 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 really ungodly fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in a manner that's not like, you know, like out of pocket or like terrible no, no. or yeah, like. Brand Daler, by yeah, the way. Brand Daler. Yeah. He's phenomenal. And you're just it like, It fits okay. the structure of the song. Yeah. It accompanies the what is happening right. within the guitar and bass. Yeah, and you like, can very do nicely. Stuff, yeah. And you can do stuff in a song now yeah. because if you're like, okay, we're not going to like just take apart the song and insert this thing in the middle to yeah. like make it cool. Like, no, if you can make a cool song that includes all this stuff, yeah. that's the thing to me that made me think of Halo and made me think of Pantera too because of Dan McDarrell. It's yeah. like, okay, like. Yeah. yeah, you can make a fucking showy ass song, yeah. and it's like a, and it's like a fucking like pyrotechnic <laughs> explosion. Then I'm there. Are like uh, solos in the sense? It's like they're just playing together. Yeah, and they're all really good. That's soloists, why I really, but it works. I really noticed that as I was listening to it more. I was like, the way they're when they're interacting together mm -hmm. as a unit. It's just so fucking tight. Yeah, it's just it moves so nicely together exactly. as a unit. And I'm really not that interested to get to a solo because I really like hearing right. how they work together like, always, more than so, just so like hearing the, somebody how, jam. How do those you songs know? Though, how, how, that's a different way of songwriting. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a way of like taking the intent of metal, which is to move you and like shake everything, like yeah. be, feel it in your core and stuff. Yeah. But what they're doing is like is is like I said, moving together. In this thing that you have to pay attention to, you have to, yeah. you, and you sit through, and it is the very definition of being in a band. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think this is a great example of they've worked to this point right. where this unit is really functioning and working together really well. You know, I think they've, you know, they've done these concept albums, they sort of built that reputation, but... When I went back and listened to some previous stuff, I could never quite get through the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I wasn't wasn't like I think I'm going to sit down and listen to this I whole. Piece. This is a piece now where it's just like yeah. it it is chugging on mm -hmm. all gears. By the time you get to that last song, and we were talking yeah, about yeah. that, by the time you, when the last song comes on, Jaguar God, and it comes down to this ballad. I'm thinking we're like at the middle, like yeah. I'm like, I didn't, oh, right. this is the middle, this is the middle album break. Yeah, right, right. And it's I'm not like, the end. I didn't realize that I was just it's because just, it was just turning so fluidly, but right, efficiently for yeah. 40 minutes, mm -hmm. however long. Let, yeah, let's when hear, that song comes let's hear a little bit of yeah. that. Uh, this album closes the one ballad on the album. Uh, this Jaguar God. Oh. 
And you have yeah. these like multiple layers of arpeggios and a, a time signature that fucking like you you start your journey and then all of a sudden it's like it kicks you in your ass and you're like now we're on the journey yeah. and, and then you have these triumphant like chords the whole time this is death right yeah. this is the this is the yeah, end this is the end this is the end piece. this, this is, is the closing move right and yeah. it, and it, and it is. Uh, it's it's masterful. I I was <laughs> went off mic. I was making fun of this by singing "Nothing Else Matters" by Metallica. Yeah, but this, I mean, you you could you could, <laughs> yeah. you could plug that in here, maybe. Right? Yeah. It's like okay, so how many drummers in the world do you know can go from like one time signature? We keep the time. That's that's the point of the yeah, drummer. Right. To me, the great drummers in metal bands are there to really like, mo- you know, moderate time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of the great metal bands, if you go back and listen to them, the drummers moderate time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. guy in Def Leppard does it with one arm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like that's always crazy to me. It's yeah. like, wait, you know, like that's nuts. So you go from like one time signature to a literal other time signature with two beats. Yeah, like there's literally it goes beat beat. Okay, we're doing a whole literally different other thing. And there's the prog influence. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the right, prog influence. And there's a long history of that yeah, in, like, in yes, metal and, and yeah. prog. I mean, mm-hmm. that's been right. a very big dynamic of it. And to have that technical ability has been always been a dynamic but of, to remember, but of to, that classical sense. It's like it's almost like a classical idea when right. you look at classical music. Because like, well, there's a lot of influence of that in the metal. There's composition here. That's yeah. the thing with Mastodon, too, that I love. Like, is that they take the time to, like, Compose, yeah, songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be very interested God, to like hear their process. Right, if you're a metal person and you're this. listening to this podcast, like, yeah. take what? time to learn the art of composition. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Christ, like that's yeah. what makes this record well, great. Most metal guitarists uh, will tell you. That. I mean, they are composition nerds. I mean, that that is that is sort of yeah. a feature of yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that because you have to. You have to know every like Mendelixian is a is a big scale in metal. Yeah. Um, oh god. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. And and so you have to know all these weird ass fucking modes. A lot of them uh, play into honestly Arab music. Right. Yeah. Like, the Phrygian like, like, modes. Yeah. The Fry- yeah Phrygian mode. Yeah. Phrygian modes. Yeah. yeah. We just lost every single listener. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But but well, those Middle Eastern or Eastern modes. Right. Middle Middle, yeah. middle Eastern Arab right, yeah. music. All that and, uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In between Within the. These, Right, in between the beats, right? And, yeah. And, and it is, like, it simultaneously calls back to, it, it's a weird effect on, like, I say, uh, a white American audience like me, because... You're white? E- yeah, yeah. E- even though, even <laughs> though I... Holy shit. Even though I don't... Even we can't though be I, friends anymore, man. I know. <laughs> e- even, even though I don't believe this and stuff, if you play it to somebody, there is this sense of the other... And then if you're playing this music that you associate with that as the other, which, well, this is what a lot of people, unfortunately, deal with, is fearing people from that part of the world, the Middle East. And even though that is the base of all our culture. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these musical ideas came from that. When you look at the names of all the modes, you know, Dorian, Phrygian, Mixolydian, like, those are all like towns or places, <laughs> right? Of, like yeah. where right. these things were created that are within, you know, the Middle East or within, you know, the right. Greek or Roman empires, yeah. Yeah, right? Where all these ideas were being created when music of Western, you know, right. world was being developed. Yeah, and and you know, so, so it's years old. ago. It's, it's really, really old, old. and, yeah. and yeah, especially I mean, and not on this album so much, but especially when you're 
talking about this stuff and you're talking about the old gods yeah yeah, yeah. And, and trying yeah. to work lovecraft into yeah. it which is a whole other thing in metal yeah that you that is in and in, in of itself is uh i think it's fantastic that we're still talking about it yeah but but it is that is so built into metal and what should Ooh. scare you yeah and they have paired that with this thing that you have to have empathy for Right. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of people telling me what an album is about. And we've talked about this on the past few podcasts, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Odyssey record. Yeah. Odyssey record is a good example. Yeah. I am. It is much harder on an album like this to figure out what it's about than, say, Odyssey's record. Right. But uh, this is the first record where he, I mean, I, I get the point you're trying to make. There's a thing with metal, too, where it's like 90 and 10. You're 10% in the room. The ninety percent is the band, yes, screaming at you yes. usually. Yeah, this is what this song is yeah. about. It's, it's not even it's not even metaphor. It's it's just that they've <laughs> they've like on this they have masked like personally dealing with yeah. cancer. In yeah. in they wrote a fantasy story and right. escape for them exactly yeah. that hopefully people will hear and it'll be an escape for them also yeah. the yeah. listener because yeah. you know if you're dealing with this and. Uh, or anything, that's the great power of music. You People don't often write it with the intent of an escape, but I think what Mastodon has done now, looking back at their whole career, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. That's, and the, that's, that's, that's their fun, role. That's, I'm a fan. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fucking magical, dude. Like yeah. the, the, they, Whether they knew it or not, I think they know it now, but the, by writing about what is personal to them <clears throat> and their personal like sorrows and not just being like, Joe lies when he cries. Yeah. Crafting this whole thing. In all that noise, you still get empathy. And yeah. you don't know what you're empathizing with. Yeah. You can't listen to that and be like, this is about cancer. You can't. Yeah. No, right. no. There's no, no. It's about the Emperor of fucking Sand. Yeah. Right? That's the thing I think they've done nicely is they've provided that, um, you know, depending on what you want right. to take from it, if you just... You know, yeah, like a, yeah. exactly what you're saying. It, the first time you listen to it, I don't even know. You don't even know what's right. happening. I mean, right. you have to spend some time with it to really get down to this story. It, um, at, the first time I listen to it, I'm just like major riffage. Now, <laughs> now that I listen to riffage, it, dude. Now that I've listened to it ten times, you know what yeah. I really focus on? The vocals. Yeah. yeah, the vocals are great. Right, yeah. the diversity, I like how they're the mixed, complexity. Especially, they yeah. have three different singers doing who can take on different vocal mm, roles yep. each. And a single singer can go right. balladry, mm-hmm. can go harsh, can go high, yeah. and they've. You, I sort of now I get sucked in by that, and it's all and now. It, I'm starting even after the fifteenth mm-hmm. listen. Now I'm starting to pay attention to what they're actually saying. It's, yeah, and it's all that. in the service of yeah. this greater message that like they're like here. Yeah, this is how we dealt with this. Maybe that exactly. Help you. Yeah, I, I could the, be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I make the, it's the same corollary with me with them that I always make. Like with like it's like a the comparison between like when we went from hair metal to grunge mm-hmm. to like okay, so like I'm going to make a song called Doctor Feel Good. Yeah. And then a couple years later, another band's going to come along and make a song called Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Smells Like Teen Spirit can mean whatever you want it to mean. Mm-hmm. You can listen yeah. to this song and it runs a gamut of emotions. Like, you know, for Nirvana, it meant X. But for you, it could mean X, Y, or Z. Yeah. But it's the fact that, like, you're making this music that's, like, 90% in the room sonically. 
but like it isn't ninety percent in the room, like meaning wise. Yeah, that makes it and, fascinating. And I think, and I think what you're talking about too is uh, with sounds like those two specific ones you referenced. You know, Doctor Feelgood is is pop entertainment thing. Right. I mean, it may be talking about drug addiction. It is definitely talking about drug addiction. Yeah, definitely. But, but but at the end of the day, that's you know. It's not necessarily an uplifting statement. No. Uh, neither is Smells Like Teen Spirit. Right. And, yeah. and honestly, Nirvana's lyrics, as good as a lot of them were, yeah. are all built around um, Kurt Cobain's uh, self. I mean, right. they're, they're, they're like yeah. personal Extreme issues. Extreme that, he yeah. had an amazing uh, talent for taking these very things that really don't pertain to him anybody else right and turning them into universal songs right because of what he had heard before like the pixies and stuff right like that. Yeah. yeah but what mastodon is doing i think is different and it is explicitly crafting a message that is meant to lift people up mm -hmm. yeah so that's the last thing you think of with the metal band yeah uh, that's why I love them. That's why I'm. That's why I'm actually right. a fan. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I think about how I came to them because uh, I got on board about uh, Leviathan. I think yeah. and it was like, fuck, this is aggressive. Yeah. And then, and then every album it was like, ah, it's aggressive. But oh man, it's good. Yeah. And uh, Crack the Sky sounded like a lot of LVS songs. Yeah. It did. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, yeah. And then, and then now to hear them very polished, very, uh, very professional. Yeah. Um and 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 mainstream. But yeah. mainstream only in the fact that that this is what everybody else needs to be following. If you're going to be doing metal, yeah. This is it. Like well, yeah, it's, it's mainstream it, in the sense of that you've heard their sound now for mm -hmm. how many years, so yeah. you're comfortable with it. Yeah. In that sense. I like I like the fact that it's less prog and it's more accessible. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Because the prog stuff, like, you really have to be in a really, like, okay, so, Certain like, headspace. I listen, yeah. I, listen, yeah. I don't listen to Mastodon when I'm in a shit place in life. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and it's funny, like, so, <laughs> yeah, so that prog funny. stuff is what he was talking about, is, like, not being able to make it through an album. Right. There is a, there is a level of, like, musical masturbation that goes on yeah, in prog yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, in prog like, for music. example, I'm not a fan of King Crimson yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, I know people love him, but yeah. I can't... Make it through a whole album. I can't make yeah. it through a whole song, dude. Yeah, yeah. That or Frank I can't like get into this. It's just there for the yeah. only purpose is there for somebody to be like, can you see what I can do? There always sure. has to be for me to get kind of feed your head, man. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, you know, but stuff what they're doing is, uh, well, I think that's the it, thing is, is that, that prog rock has evolved and people have learned from, you know, mm. watching the experiences of people before them to yeah. say like, okay, wow. Yeah. Like they're probably conscious of that. Like people couldn't make it through that. Mm. Like it's sometimes it's difficult to listen to a whole Frank Zappa album all the way through. I never you have. Know, straight to finish. You know, start <laughs> I never to finish. This is difficult. Why would you do you that? Know, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate. <laughs> I tried once and I was yeah. like, no. You know, I did. I listened. I, know, to, I listened did. to all the Frank Zappa albums all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> and it was one of the worst days of the past few years. <laughs> It was just like, I don't, because I felt like a failure, because yeah. all these people are saying how much genius is, and I'm like, yeah. he's not, he's a, the, like, yeah. it, was, God, it, was, it was awful. Yeah, but, you know, you take that, and you sort of, what you do is God, you learn from that. That was yeah. a company by amphetamines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you take that, and you progress, and you say, well, how can we take it one step? How can we make people engage in this mm -hmm. all the way right. through? 
and be more actively engaged in it from start yeah. to finish, you know, right. across a 50 minute, I don't know, 40 minute album, you know, yeah. and it uh, 40 minutes. Yeah. That's, that's it's really not that long. That's why when, yeah. when it gets to this Jaguar God, you're like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, we're halfway through. And then you look and you're like, Oh, it's the last song, which is decidedly unmetal. Yeah. yeah. Like, trends in metal are like, here's a 15 minute song. Yeah. Here's another 15 minute song. Here's a 21 minute song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you need breather? That's Fuck true. you. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. Like, yeah, and like prog rock. It's generally a, yeah, the 15 minute song, yeah. you know, with 15 parts. I mean, fuck, you know? even Father John Misty's album was 75 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Random aside, there's a real, there's a real sad shame that like the probably the only place you can hear this in America is that what's that festival that you have, that they have at uh, Jiffy Loop or whatever? Oh. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't even know what you're talking like, about. Like the, like, what is it? M three or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, I, no, they have, yeah, they have it at Merriweather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. M three. Is, is there like okay? So yeah. you like no? Like, you'll, this yeah. is like a walking, like walking festival size mm-hmm. record. Well, yeah. but in America, you have to hear it like with like fifteen hundred, you know, to ten thousand of your favorite like metal friends. Last metal time friends, I saw them at yeah. nine thirty club, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was yeah, great it, because you know, and we've said this a lot, but. This band's fucking tight. Yeah, they're great. These are these are pros. These are definitely. These are you know the idea. Get the idea of the of the slacker stoner in their basement, like yeah. making metal. Get that out of your nah, head. Bro. These guys, <laughs> yeah. these guys are the fucking tightest in the industry. Yeah. They not only that, they know pop music and they know their music and they know how to fuse like both to mm. this massive fucking effort. So with yeah. that in mind, uh, Mr. Dowling, what, what would you suggest people do with this? I'll tell people to try this because I think that everybody yeah, not, deserves. Not a everybody, vibe? Oh everybody man, deserve, I, um, everybody deserves to have one favorite metal band right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a try it record. Yeah, try yeah. it record. And is, there, t- is there a record in the catalog that you would suggest people buy? God, the one that's before this, the Hunter. Yeah, the Hunter. I like it. Okay. Well, there I was, like it. Not the, yeah, not the not two the, albums ago. Yeah, not yeah. the Hunter, but um, what's the name of the one that came out in twenty fourteen? Um, uh, one more time around the sun or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll tell people to buy that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So try it on that, but but go back to once more around the sun. Once more yes. around the sun. Yes. Sorry. Because you're, yeah. because you're going to go back to once more around the sun once you get done with this record. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Andre. Yeah. I and I didn't say this before, but I don't general. I don't listen to metal. And, right. Um, but if I'm going to listen to metal, this is the metal I'm going to listen to. Yeah. Right. And so for me. Personally, it's a buy, but for other people, if I'm suggesting, I would say try it as well. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But for me, so I'm giving, I guess, two answers. No, 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 because, no, no, that's, you know, that's good. They contextualize it. Because, so, uh, I just, yeah, my, my knowledge and involvement in the metal scene is, right, is only so big, right, that when I'm engaging with it, this is exactly what I want. I, I I'm actually gonna I'm gonna up you guys I'm I'm gonna say you should buy this record I think it is uh, them at their peak but I think this is also should inspire you to try everything else that they've done yeah yeah like they're such a solid band up and down yeah like, yeah if you are afraid of metal or, so many people or are you're an asshole who's like metal has to be just one way oh, yeah you know put that down pick this up and then be like oh, wow I I really like this and what you're gonna find. Uh, especially if you're a metal snob, and you haven't heard them, which is impossible, but let's just go with that it, it's possible. You're going to go back to their catalog, and you're going to find all the things that you want. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean... I think they're the Grateful Dead of metal. I think you're right. That's, I that's think they're the, this band that it just kind of flies under the radar of pretty much all, yep. you know, and 
they're 17 years in, so they're at like they're at like 1983, you know, of yep. Grateful Dead, you know, oh, where it's like nice, nice, you know, it's yeah. like you know, yeah. it's like they've done all this stuff, and they're just sort of you know, and then they're sort of moving into the the mainstream in a little bit of a way, mm-hmm. you know, but they're just constantly as they go, mm-hmm. their audience just kind of grows slightly, yep. but continues to become more devoted to mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yep. And uh, all that happens and, and over I think, time and I think is when that people become more tour, devoted. You're going to see that. Yeah, I had a great yeah. quote about a great quote about uh, Mastodon, especially regarding this record. Like they were like, "All you have to do with the Mastodon record right now is just put it out, and a hundred thousand people will buy it exactly. immediately." Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And and okay, so for all my indie rap friends and all my EDM <laughs> friends out there, ha! Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all I got to say because yeah. there's yeah. a band in the world that actually makes music. Yeah. That a hundred thousand people without even thinking yeah yeah because that's how good this band is because i think they've taken the same approach it's like we're just going to focus on what we do and we're going to make that as good as possible and we're going to cater to our fans and our fan base and make them happy yep and make them feel involved in what we're doing exactly and make them feel part of the family right and we're only going to be stronger for that. Exactly. And, all, and it's just going to be, our future will be so and, much and with the, brighter. And with Emperor Sand, I think they've won. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think totally. so. So, this think is, so. Uh, so uh, Emperor Sand out now. Uh, get your rocks off or something, kids. Yeah. Mastodon's Emperor Sand right there for you boys and girls. That is uh, out there everywhere, and I do mean everywhere, where you can buy records. And here's a, here's a neat little thing. When you buy a ticket to see them on tour, you get the record. I think this is something that everybody should like actually do, like every single band. Like If you buy a concert ticket to see a band that comes through your town, you get a digital download code, and you are good to go. Um so we'll see if that pans out. I think a lot of people are doing it. But, uh, but yeah, that, that album's uh, phenomenal. They're out on tour now. And uh, that is uh, it's at least one of my favorite albums this year. That is just a remarkably good time. Um, and it's metal as fuck. So there you go. But like I said up front, you're going to need a little come down from that because it can get a little intense. And uh, this is no less intense, but it is sort of amazing. Now, I've I've mentioned... Uh, before I think that I, I am a string player at heart, uh, polyglot in that sense. I've played a lot of different instruments and still do. Uh, but uh, my formative years were playing violin and, in, a, in a youth orchestra and uh, leading that youth orchestra. But what I, I really loved was the cello, and I really love that because it's got a, it's, it's a, um, it's it's a very versatile instrument. Uh, it's not as deep as the bass, but it's, 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 it's hitting those low tones. It's a very sensual instrument and you can do a lot with it. And people have done a lot with it, whether it's not in a purely classical sense or uh, we're talking about Rebecca Foon here, otherwise known as Saltland. Uh, her new album, A Common Truth is out. And this is, you know, she has, um, she's collaborated with, uh, Colin Stetson, 
a good bit. Uh, she's from Montreal and uh, has been, in fact, she was in the Sorrow Orchestra. Um, we loved last year. Uh, but this is a, uh, this is an example of a classical artist, quote unquote, making it in the new world. Cause I think, I think the door is open in there. I think Colin might be opening a little bit, but I think after you hear this, you might be like, oh wow, I think she's opening too. Maybe kicking it open a little further. Uh, at this point, I am rambling, I believe, so let's just hear a track from this. This is, uh, Light of Mercy off of, uh, Saltlands, A Common Truth.
Light of Mercy off of Saltland's A Common Truth. Saltland, a.k.a. Rebecca Foon. Uh, it's amazing track is an amazing album uh, that that sits down here with me I, I play I've been doing that and a double shot of that and Laura Marling and then putting on a little mastodon <laughs> that's no joke actually uh, and, and it's uh it's it's a remarkable album and so check it out we'll have all the links in the show notes how you can get in touch with her and I don't think she's doing a tour uh, yet but I'm sure she'll be around and um the album's out there anyways so go out and get it kids that is your podcast for today and the last podcast for this week we thank you for tuning in if you like what you heard you can subscribe to us on iTunes you can leave us a rating or a message there you can listen in Google Play Stitcher Mixcloud on SoundCloud when we feel like it haven't felt like it lately I don't know maybe it's the weird funding rounds you're going through I'm not convinced everything will stay up there but um We'll be back on Monday with the yin to Laura Marlin's yang for me, Father John Misty's pure comedy. Now, that's gonna, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it's coming out on Friday, so you got homework. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down with this, and I want you to listen to it. I want you to process it. If that involves ayahuasca, shrooms, a nice red Merlot, actually, I prefer Malbec. Uh, some bourbon, some uh, some heady nugs, whatever. Just process it. Come back and listen to us talk about it on Monday. And then uh, from there, I, I don't know, our schedule's sort of up in the air. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, but uh, I do know we're going to be talking about you two. We are going to our good friends, Roadkill Ghost Choir, coming to town. Uh, they're staying right here. Whether or not we'll get them on mic, I don't know. But uh, hopefully we will. And, uh, and then we got... Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff coming up. Future Islands. What do you think about that? Still got to talk about OK Computer. Amy Mann. All this good stuff. Uh, so that's it. We're going to get out of here. You can carry on with your day, your evening, wherever you are. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. We'll be back in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 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 Kenobi!